This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Colin, a.k.a. Jerkface. Jerkface, <laughs> please tell me why you always hate him. Now that we have our friends... This is from Rex Ryan, by the way. Finally admit, I've got this team headed in the right direction. Tyrod Taylor, $100 million. <laughs> Did he win the lottery? <laughs> I mean, Colin Kaepernick lottery. What was your first reaction? What the hell? I mean, seriously, say it out loud. Tyrod Taylor, $100 million quarterback. At this time last year, he was a backup. This is Buffalo, and there are certain cities in America are low self-esteem sports cities. Cleveland, Buffalo. Ryan Fitzpatrick's good for a half. Keys to the city. Mario Williams wants to play for us. Keys to the city. This is ridiculous. Whitlock, they, I will say this. It is technically a one-year deal. The team it's has a lot of fake money. Right, fake it's money. a lot of fake money. But listen, I don't understand why Rex Ryan is sending you the DM. It should be Doug Whaley, the general manager, who needs his head examined. That's who did this deal. I don't get it. I, I don't understand why you'd want that messaging out there. I don't. Listen, again, I call it the Colin Kaepernick uh, lottery, but Kaepernick actually won games and played in big games, oh, yeah. played in the Super Bowl and got a bunch of money. And outplayed is, Aaron Rodgers in a big game. Right. What has Tyrod Taylor done to deserve any type of... I think of there's an ulterior motive here, guys. Rex Ryan's going to be out of work next year when they miss the playoffs. He's lobbying to you for a job at this network. <laughs> I'm not He'll hiring. Get, he is made for TV. <laughs> no thanks. So there was Colin Coward on the herd yesterday reacting to the Tyrod Taylor contract. Uh, there's a lot to take in there. It's, it's about a two-minute clip. Uh, but to me, the, the thing that I guess irritates me the most about it, and, and it's not because I'm just a Bills fan and, and that's something like that you're used to. You're used to that kind of talk in the national, especially the national media. But what I'll say about it is it's pretty clear to me that they're not exactly, and even as they brought it up, that it's really a one-year deal with a lot of quote-unquote fake money. But they passed it over. They they passed it over and continued to kind of move on to where it sounded like they didn't know what they were talking about or had an idea of what they're talking about. Because to me, them giving tripling his contract this year, going from a $9 million quarterback, which was the lowest in the league, to a $9 million quarterback, which is still the lowest in the league for any yeah. starting quarterback. There's no doubt in my mind that he deserved a contract raise this season and a prove-it year for him either way, whether he was making $3 million or whether he was making $9 million. To me, it's tough to criticize the Bills for this because they wanted to reward Tyrod for the season that he had last year and them finding quote-unquote, what they think to be their franchise quarterback. Every day, Colin Cowherd, me, you, everyone else isn't in the facilities every day to see what Tyrod does. And and from all accounts, from Sal Capaccio, from everyone that is around this team, as much as they are, says Tyrod is the first guy on the field. He's the last one off. He's, he's created himself into a vocal leader this year. He's really taken over the team as the guy, as the that guy, the leader. And, and to me, if they feel comfortable enough giving him still 
the 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 lowest contract for a starting quarterback in the league, and I think it's by a lot. And I think the next closest is Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's making like twelve, yeah, yep. with three million more. So I don't know. It, it seems to me they didn't exactly understand the language of the contract and why I think that the Bills finally put together a contract at a position at market value. They didn't overpay for someone. And realistically, as, as they talked about on Show Up in the Bulldog yesterday with, with Brad Ryder and, 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 uh, and Bulldog, this ultimately turns into a one-year prove-it with a five-year $80 million extension at the end. Yeah, I mean, Tyrod Taylor's essentially betting on himself again. And I think a lot of credit needs to go to the Buffalo Bills for structuring the contract the way that they did. And I think a lot of credit needs to go to Tyrod Taylor for being willing to say, you know, I could potentially sign a a deal that's, you know, I could play out my contract and I can go look on the open market or be franchised next year and make a lot of money. Or I can bet on myself and potentially collect a roster bonus of fifteen and a half million. And I mean, that's if that's not betting on yourself again, I don't know what is. And and Tyrod Taylor at nine and a half million, which is what nine point six three is what it ultimately winds up breaking down. He's the twenty third highest paid quarterback in the league, right as of right now, going into this season. So, you know, if if, if anyone has an opportunity, Albert Breer breaks it down perfect on Twitter. I mean, this is essentially a one-year deal that turns into a monster three-year deal with $50 million guaranteed over the first three years if the Bills pick up the option after the first year. And that's the thing. The option. Yeah. They, they have they not, have the option. They, have, they option. have not one, but two ripcords on this deal, actually. Right. In 2017, after the season, and in 2018, after the next season, they can still opt out. So there's not just one year. There are two years where they can say, Let's get out of this. We don't like it. So, again, it, it was big here, Nate, that they said that there was a lot of fake money on that, Coward and Whitlock did, but they ignored it. They ignored it to make them sound themselves sound more or less aggressive to the deal and, in my opinion, silly. They sounded absolutely silly yeah. and tried to drive a narrative. You're right. And and, and it's kind and that that is them. They're they're generating a topic to garner attention to. And and you and that's what, that's what happens. And yeah. he's a daily host. And I can understand and respect what the responsibilities and the difficult nature of which it is to run a four-hour broadcast. I watch Show Up in the Bulldog, and I've interned in the morning show. It is a difficult thing to run a five-day-a-week, four-hour show and not... And to be able to keep people's attention. Yeah. You have to say things, and you have to garner attention... And that's just the way it is. It's a difficult industry. And say what you will about talking on the radio, it's hard to do when you have to fill four hours on a five-day, five-day-a-week basis. That, it's a difficult thing to do. That doesn't give them an excuse to for be Skip Baylissing it. Right, and to be a little bit ignorant about it. And, and my good buddy Kyle tweeted at me, and he said, you know, the Bills really are damned if they do, damned if they don't. Because if they don't sign Tyrod Taylor, what the narrative is, this team won't even sign their franchise quarterback. Right. They have a quarterback finally, and they're paying him the least amount of money as the starting quarterback in the league. Instead, they sign him to a super, super friendly, a team-friendly contract this year that gives him and rewards him for being successful and bringing this team to new heights that they haven't had since 2000. They haven't had a quarterback worthy of this of market value money. Now, 
You can't, I don't want to say 17 to $18 million a year was at market five, 10 years ago. Five, 10 years ago, that was not the market value. As we continue moving forward and the cap continues to rise, market value for the, uh, the going rate for a decent starting quarterback is only going to rise and it's only going to be above 20 million. So think about this in three years. If you have Tyrod Taylor, who is successful and he's proved that he's a, a, a franchise quarterback under the age of 30, and you get him at a 13 to 14 million dollar base salary which if you look at the the numbers in 2017 he's looking at a 12 million dollar cap hit well not it won't, it'll be more than that but it's the base salary at 12 million and that goes up to 13 in 2018 then it's 13 for the remaining And then it's 13. The right. Yeah. So if you have a quarterback who is successful and brought you to the playoffs and you're paying him 12 to 13 million as a base contract, that is a steal, especially in 3 years when you're going to have guys like Brock Osweiler going into his third contract yeah. and if he's even remotely successful, he's going to get over 20 million with seven starts under his belt, he gets 18. So to me, it doesn't make sense that there is any sort of criticism of this contract if anything they should be finding ways to to figure out a way to to compliment Doug Whaley on this because Doug Whaley they waited they they knew that they weren't going to get the Stefan Gilmore contract done yet so now they decided to move on to the other guy that they can they can configure this in such a way that their cap figure can and they have a number in mind and don't don't think they don't the yeah. bills have a number that they're willing to pay Gilmore they're not going to pay him the most money to be the, the the top paid corner in the league it's just not going to happen and you shouldn't do that you shouldn't be the team the one out of 32 teams that pays their top cornerback the, the the top money in the league you shouldn't do that because as you can see some of the contracts they gave out the Cordy Glens the Marcel Darius is the Jerry Hughes the Charles Clays They've been criticized for those because they are one of the top... Those three, four contracts are some of the most player-friendly contracts in the league. Now they do something where they turn it around and they do something that not only protects them but rewards the quarterback that they feel is their franchise quarterback for playing well last year and gives them an opportunity to say, listen, if you aren't that guy, we have an out. And understand that and play to your best abilities, but we are protecting ourselves. So why are you being criticized for protecting yourself and your franchise from something that you've done in the past, which is paid Ryan Fitzpatrick? And yes, he was right. He, they, paid, they prematurely paid Ryan Fitzpatrick. And yes, that was not Doug Whaley. And I think that gets lost. It gets lost. The EJ Manuel draft pick gets lost. But what are you going to do? Are you going to draft Geno Smith later in the round? You moved back. You got an extra pick that turned into Kiko Alonso, and which really which turns turned into, into LaShawn McCoy. McCoy. And then you're still going to get criticized for picking EJ Manuel. And EJ is still, as of right now, still the best quarterback to come out of that class. And he's so. and say what you will, he's Such one of the top. Bar. He's one of the top backup quarterbacks in the league. Say what you will about it. I don't care if you agree with me. Look at some of the backup quarterbacks in this league and tell me that EJ Manuel isn't as good or better than some of the guys in the league. There are 25. Decent starting quarterbacks in this league, and I'm probably putting a too high of a number on. Yes, that. you are. Quite, quite honestly, the bottom half of the quarterbacks in this league are backup worthy quarterbacks that they these teams have no other option but to put them in a position because they have no other choice in this league. You have one opportunity, maybe if you're lucky, if you're a GM in this league, you have one opportunity to sign a quarterback that you think can bring your team to a Super Bowl. If if you have a light of doubt. 
if you have a light of, of confidence in that kind of guy, you need to keep him. You need to develop, and that's the main thing here, is they're, they're giving themselves an opportunity to let Tyrod Taylor develop under their system, under the Greg Roman system that is, as he mentioned, quarterback-friendly. He said Colin Kaepernick, he got paid because of Greg Roman. Yeah. And so does Tyrod Taylor. He gets paid because he's in a quarterback-friendly system, and... He's going to continue to develop. He's in his second year. To me, he's only going to get better in this Greg Roman system. Now, what I worry about is when Greg Roman has success, is he going to take a head coaching job? And then you lose that, and then look what happened to Kaepernick when he lost Greg Roman. He turned into a a head case, a total head case who wasn't... A tired arm before the preseason. Right. (laughs) So uh, there is so much to talk about. I think there's so many layers of this Tyrod Taylor contract. Can I add another one? Yes, please. Average annual salary. For Tyrod Taylor, with the bonuses in this entire contract, if it plays all the way through, $18.5 million. And that is the going want, rate for a quarterback. Do you want to know three main players that are making more than him an average annual salary? One's a, fra- one's a franchise tag, Kirk Cousins. That that might be push. At I, push would, I would call that a push. Push at best. How many years has Ryan Tannehill, oh. has the Ryan Tannehill prove it year been? Oh man, and Ryan Tannehill, if you did you see that offensive line last night? No. Yeah, I mean, he's in trouble this year with that offensive line. He's always been in trouble in Miami. Style. But how many times have you heard this is the make or break it year. year for this is the yeah. year for Tannehill? This is the decade for Tannehill. Yeah, but guess what? Tannehill makes more than Tyrod Taylor, and said man who had a tired arm before a preseason game and could be losing his job to Blaine Gabbert, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick makes more in average annual salary than Tyrod Taylor. Go ahead and rip this deal apart, national media, because I'm going to tell you right now, the Bills only invested, at the very minimum, $10 million on making sure that Tyrod Taylor is the guy. There are not one, but two ripcords in case of emergency, in case this is a Fitzpatrick deal. Well, there's really, I mean, there's really ripcords year to year after this, after, after this option, where he gets a $15.5 million bonus in March. There's no guaranteed money in this contract after that point. So yeah. they've got they've really got outs. It's incentive laden. It's a year to year prove it deal and from what I understand we've yet to see what the incentives are but it sounds like they're lofty incentives yeah. for him to earn that yeah. that and, money. And it's more or less the fact that even even if they had to do a normal buyout throughout the contract after the 2 years it's it, it's really those 2 years that are the most team friendly buyout clauses where there's no money that they have to owe. So, again, within the first two years, you're going to find out if Tyrod Taylor's the guy or not. Simple as that. And you should. I mean, you, you hopefully you know at that point. I mean, and you can go down the list. I mean, to your point, you can go down the list. I mean, Tony Romo, $20.8 million. I mean, the guy can't perform. He's a glass the, case. Yeah, I mean, you, and he can't perform in the postseason. You know, you look at you look at other guys, um, you know, which – like you said, I mean, Alex Smith is another guy who makes a lot of money. Jay Cutler's a guy who makes a lot of money. He's what he's Jay Cutler's the highest paid per year on average quarterback in the league. Yeah, yeah, and um, and you look at the deal for the Buffalo Bills, and it's you know again ninety two million over six. It's easy to look at that number and go, wow, that's a lot of money. But when you really look at it, it's it's a one year massive cap hit, which is next year twenty seven yeah. and a half million. And after that, he's the twentieth highest paid quarterback in the again, league. Again, what you said was years. the key word here. Four letters. It's easy yeah. to look at everything like this and go ahead and start laughing about it or everything like that. But NFL contracts aren't easy anymore. No, it's they're not, not. It's not easy more than I would say that in this case with Whitlock and Coward, it was lazy. 
Yeah, I mean, for them to acknowledge the fact that there's a lot of fake, they, they skip unquote, Bayless fake money, right. and then to still bash the deal, yeah. it, it it just shows. I mean, t- t- you know, Nate said it. I mean, you're, you're creating a narrative. Uh, C- Colin Cowherd is very good at saying what he needs to say to keep viewers interested, whether it's positive or negative. People will listen because they want to hear what, either if they don't like him, what this jerk has to say next. Or if they do like him, I love his takes, and you know I can't believe he goes out on the limb like he does. And yeah, but when I'm listening to Colin Cowherd, I don't expect a Skip Bayless take. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Colin Cowherd Simple is another guy who, two years from now, he could be praising this deal. He could yeah. be going, "Are you kidding me? Tyrod Taylor's the twentieth highest paid quarterback in the league, and you know he's been to three straight Pro Bowls, and they're in the playoffs for the first time in sixteen years." And Sign I mean, me he's another that. guy who can flip it around just as fast and pretend that he never said that this was a bad deal to begin with. Yeah, and I think it's funny too. I mean, it was what. Eight days, nine days ago, when Richie Incognito showed up on his show and called him out and said, "What's up, man? Why, why are you always hating on my bills?" And you're right; it, it is a created narrative that. But at the same time, you have to realize, as a Bills fan, and it's tough for me to sometimes grasp, is this team is only like a couple of wins and a couple of less embarrassing moments better than the Cleveland Browns. And, and it's hard to, to, to lump yourself in with that team because you see what a joke and what a terrible, terrible tire fire that Cleveland <laughs> Browns team is and has been and just coach to coach. And the management is just a joke and, and, and farmer. And, and I understand. And it's hard. And he's right. The Fitzpatrick contract really hurt the credibility of this franchise. But... What people have to start realizing, and even Bills fans that are blaming Whaley for the Ragland injury as if somehow they drafted Reggie Ragland in the second round knowing he wouldn't play for them this year, even though most people thought he had a chance to be the rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, yeah. because of his role what was going to be in, in Rex Ryan's defense. Now, maybe you knew something a little bit more than we did about Shaq Lawson. So be it. He is still going to be able to contribute this season. And then they want to blame him for all these injuries or fire the trainers because they're not working them hard enough or blame Rex because, and, and this is what I wrote in my piece on Bill's Fanatics Network, if you want to take a look at it, I wrote it last week, is you need to start to reel back on your criticism of these guys based on injuries and based on some of this stuff because it, you just, they're things you can't control. And, and I was listening to the morning show the other day on my way into work and they were talking about the preseason, how it really is, you can only stand to lose. You can only stand to either lose players or, or anything like that because ultimately these games mean nothing and you're putting your players, your, your starters at risk for injury. So, to be honest, the criticism of Rex Ryan, and the main thing before we head out to break here is that what I wanted to get to is Rex Ryan last year was criticized and had a lot of injuries to his key players because he was working them so hard in order to see who his best quarterback was. They were running three offenses on each field. Guys are constantly moving. This year he says, listen, because we don't have that quarterback competition, I can reel it back. I can have guys like Charles Clay sit out every other day. I can have Sammy Watkins eased back in. I can have... right." And then you still have injuries, and now you want to criticize him because he didn't prepare them hard enough. And then last year you wanted to criticize him because he could over-prepare. I, I, just, there is no winning. It's damned if you do and damned if you don't. I just don't want Bills fans to continue on that narrative of damn if you do, damned if you don't, because I think it's unfair, and ultimately you're going to drive yourself crazy. And that's, to me, more important than, than backing Doug Whaley and backing Rex. Don't drive yourself crazy about this. It is just the Bills, and it is just the NFL. So do yourself a favor and relax. Still got to go to work on Monday. Relax. <laughs> 
All right, next segment, we'll continue on this Tyrod Taylor talk. Clearly, uh, I've got some more pent-up anger that I need to get out about it. So we'll continue on this Rex, uh, this Rex Ryan slash Tyrod Taylor thing. Uh, and then next hour, as I mentioned, Nick Filipowski on with us, who will continue to talk Tyrod and preview some more tonight's game right here on WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.